Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode, episode 314 of this year, marks Monday the 9th of November of the year 2020. On this day in history, in 694, Spanish king Egica accused Jews of aiding Muslims and was sentenced them to slavery. And in 1720, on the anniversary of that event, uh, the Rabbi Yehude Hasid Synagogue was set afire and then to celebrate that anniversary in 1939, we had Kristallnacht, Red Letter Day for the Jews there. Your guest today on the podcast uh, is the magnificent, uh, currently on holiday but slightly demilitarized, NATO Green. NATO, welcome back to the show. How are you coping? I'm doing pretty well, just reconnecting with my family. One of my children just discovered that the word heterogeneous from biology does not actually refer to a heterosexual genius. <laughs> so that was a big eye-opener for my kids. Well, I'm very glad to hear that. If, they, if, if they're learning, that's a good thing. You're doing part of your job as a parent, education. You know, in the, in this day and age, it's all the job. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm coming down. It was very exciting. Uh, uh, Fighting the fighting the proud boys, I was a little bit surprised that uh, I, you know I was ready to bring a bring a knife fight to a nuclear war, but it turned out to not be a nuclear war, but a water balloon uh, battle, and <laughs> with the proud boys, nobody died. We did end up with some chafing and moisture. Well, the thing about bringing a knife to a water balloon fight is that everybody loses because you need to be close enough to the water balloon to use the knife and then every, both people get wet, which I feel is a very bonding experience. It could easily and very quickly turn into an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> in some places in the US it did. So everyone is reeling post the election of Bob the Sentient Trash Island. There was some, you know, tussling about the results but I feel like the right I can't even say man one anymore the right sentient being one and uh, now we just have to deal with the outgoing Trump administration what do you anticipate for that you know I I anticipate that that Trump is going to attempt to sell all of the artwork in the White House on eBay <laughs> to finance his massive debt on the way out I think he's going to attempt to pardon himself uh, I also I also think that uh, that he's not going to be very helpful with the with the transition plan because uh, normally like normally they the outgoing president leaves documents but as we all know 
uh, Trump can't read, and I don't know how Bob Dissenting Trash Island will do trying to decipher the COVID response plan that was done with left by the Trump administration and scratch and stiff stickers. Yeah. Um, so just putting it gently, Trump's not going to get the bond back on the Oval Office, is he? No, no. He, I think he lost his deposit on that one. I mean, he may actually be the first person ever to, you know, because if you're a former American president, you get a Secret Service detail for life. Wow. And Trump might end up being the first person to have a Secret Service detail with him in jail. So that would be... <laughs> That would be a first. <laughs> well, uh, coming up today, we'll be talking about what's going to be happening with the resistance going forward with a big resistance update as our top story. But first, some headlines we won't have time for. In the news today, after the humiliating defeat of Donald Trump last week by Bob the Tantine, Trash Island and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the Trump family is in disarray. Trump appeared for his concession and or non-concession speech attended with bated breath by the media and accompanied by what was assumed to be Melania until its face fell off mid-speech before Trump could reveal his post-loss plans and the Melania he'd brought out turned out to be a robot Melania. The White House is refusing comment as to whether this was a one-time robot or how long Melania has been being replaced by a moderately lifelike robot and where the real Melania is now if there really ever was a real Melania. The robot Melania began to make a statement to the press but it's in binary so she's still going and hasn't got far past hello. Meanwhile in the rest of the world doctors and psychologists are reporting a severe uptick in America fatigue syndrome from both international and American patients. Symptoms include uncontrollable theorizing, a lack of attachment to reality and rapid switches between refusing to give a and giving way too many per square meter until the individual's f***ometer explodes in a shit shower. Have you encountered anyone with uh, America fatigue syndrome, NATO? Yes, absolutely, Alice. Although, we're, as Americans, we measure giving too many f***s in square feet and not square meters. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's exhausting. To be, we're, we're scared and angry and depressed and uh, excited and hopeful all at the same time. It's, there's a met, like a full emotional roller coaster about every 35 minutes <laughs> and it would be nice to just like you know we look longingly at you know a country like belize and be like oh i wonder what belize is doing what would it be like to not be important in the world and not have the rest of the world terrified of what you're going to do to them you know fair enough that's all the time we have for the headlines we don't have time for because now it's time for your ads your ad section now because if you don't buy the ads we have now how are you going to get ads next week and that's what you want now that's stockholm syndrome sometimes we all feel alone and it's hard to make a connection sometimes you need a shared reference to break the ice at a social event if you want to know whether your new acquaintance has good taste in satirical news comedy try offering them half a glass of water <laughs> half a glass of water bringing people together you either get it or you don't Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And that's your ad section for today. The last post. Now it's time for your top story. Top story today, resistance. The resistance update from the leader of the resistance himself, uh, Comandante Nato Green of the People's Republic of the People United, uh, how's your army? How's it all? How's it all shaking out? Well, Alice, uh, while the United States and uh, I suppose a number of other countries have been wrestling with thorny political questions of how f-ing stupid do we want to be as a nation on a scale of stupidity that ranges from attempting to urinate directly into the air hand dryer in the public restroom (laughs) all the way to trying to eat the old gum off the subway platform. But uh, the rest of the world is going great. The resistance is wonderful. (laughs) We've learned a lot. I have a roundup of some global resistance news for you. Yes, please. And uh, Chile just voted to rewrite their constitution for the first time since dictator Augusto Pinochet ended his 17-year rule. The vote to call the constitutional referendum came a year after months of sustained mass protests in Chile that were sparked by a proposal to raise bus fares. Leaping from raising bus fares to rewriting the entire constitution is quite an impressive leap for any resistance movement. (laughs) It's like chipping a fingernail and then genociding everyone in the world. (laughs) The referendum itself was a bit odd. It was a two-parter. A, do you want a constitutional convention? And B, do you want the constitution rewritten by people who are all elected directly to do just that? Or half by members of the Congress who are directly elected to do something else and doing also that? It's sort of like a referendum on whether you think Congress can multitask. And uh, it's hard to imagine what the no vote was. Uh, hi, you have the lingering legacy of a murderous dictatorship <laughs> that came to power in a coup engineered by Henry Kissinger, who is still alive and free, by the way, and the worst inequality in the world. How's that working out for you? Ooh. And uh, hearing the news that 78% of Chileans voted for the new constitution, everyone on the streets of Santiago celebrated by going down on each other, and they all came at the same time. So... Uh, Never has politics been so hot. I know. It's, it's very sexy. In the first Bolivian election following a U.S.-backed coup d'etat a year ago in which popular indigenous socialist president Evo Morales fled the country, the Bolivian people were given a chance to firmly and decisively repudiate socialism and the polls, and they decided to not do that. <laughs> After a year of right-wing governance, Bolivians weighed the two sides. The socialist government had been giving people education and health care, and the right-wing candidate Carlos Mesa gave them a chance to give the health care back. <laughs> Surprisingly, the people said no. Luis Arce, the new president, is from the party MAS, Movimiento al Socialismo, and MAS in Spanish also means more. Mm. The most shocking thing about the Bolivian election results is that, get this, the losing right-wing party accepted the results with grace and dignity. What? So pundits are still baffled by this irrational behavior by right-wing politicians. It's never been seen before, and uh, to celebrate the historic win, the supporters of MAS went down on each other and all came at the same time. (laughs) There have been sustained mass protests in Thailand calling for the resignation of Prime Minister Prayuth Chan-ocha and a change to the monarchy. The government has tried so far unsuccessfully to suppress the protests. The protests gave the government three days to resign and the government did not resign in three days. It's anybody's guess where things go from here. Either things 
uh, could change a lot, or on the other hand, not that much. The protesters <laughs> are trying the unusual protest strategy of going down on each other <laughs> until they all climax at the same time. Meanwhile, in the happiest war zone on earth, thousands took to the streets of Iraq a year after mass protests over corruption forced the prime minister to step down. Young people have been protesting corruption, lack of services, and a broken economy. The Washington Post quoted Sarmad Mohammad Rashid, age 31, who said, we're here to take back the rights we never had, which is how I feel about my six-pack abs. <laughs> to continue the protest against Iraqi corruption, thousands of young people from across the country are reassembling in the square, going down on each other and coming at the same time. <laughs> in Nigeria, uh, Nigerians have been in the streets in a movement called NSARS, which was a confusing name because SARS is also the family of virus that includes the coronavirus, but they mean something else. In Nigeria, NSARS calls for the abolition of the special anti-robbery squad. Uh, they are protesting against police brutality and failed governance. Although Nigeria is an oil-rich country, 70% of the country lives below the poverty line, and British think tank Chatham House said that if the youth of Nigeria were their own country, it'd be the size of Belgium. Oh. And it really makes you think. So... Nigerian protesters set up tents, blockades, and DJ booths across the country. Yes, I said it, DJ booths. <laughs> because there's one thing that police brutality can't stand up to, and it's... <laughs> That's my impression of turntablism. Yeah, let's drop the beatings, am I right? <laughs> Bring the beat back. No, oh, no, <laughs> no, don't do no. that. <laughs> Naturally, the protesters are also going down on each other and coming at the same time. So, in conclusion, the key to leading a successful protest movement is to put millions of people in the streets and then never leave. In the United <laughs> States, we often start strong, but then after a couple hours, we have to pee and go get a burrito. And next thing we know, we're at home and jam jams drinking chamomile tea. And in the scheme of grand historic projects, overthrowing the government is not that hard. Like, it's hard, but it's not hard, hard. Do you know what I mean? Like... Overthrowing the government is not as hard as, say, overthrowing patriarchy or building a just economy. <laughs> All you have to do is when you create the Facebook event page for your protest, like you say, you set the start time for uh, noon on Saturday, and then the end time is oppressors fleeing the land on a plane and seeking political <laughs> asylum in the Philippines. And it just goes until that. Well, that's all the time we have for your top story today, because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letter to the editor now. And remember, you can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at the last post at somethingelse.com. Uh, this letter comes in from Jane. Jane says, hello, Alice, and I hope NATO. That's you today, NATO. What are the odds? <laughs> Dear NATO, I am hoping to start a small resistance movement of my own. How do you best time a mutual orgasm from head in the streets? Yours sincerely, Jane. Oh, egg timer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different thing. And that's all the time we have. Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year. And we're back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. A big hello to our listeners in the other dimension. Do share us around with your friends. It's a great way to share the love. Your guest today on the podcast was the magnificent Nato Green. Nato, have you got anything to plug? Sure, posters. Uh, you can follow me at Nato Green on Twitter, Mr. Nato Green on Instagram. I have some comedy albums. The Whiteness album was my last album. 
Also, check out Laughter Against the Machine on Means TV with me and W. Kamau Bell and Janine Brito. It's very good. The Last Post is an Alice Fraser and the Beagle Podcasts production. I'm Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at Alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or for a one-stop shop of all of my stand-up specials, podcasts, and blogs, sign up on patreon.com slash Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His sub-producer, the editor, and the iron fist inside his velvet glove is the inimitable Ped Hunter. As we always say, good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.